bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this day, Father. God, we thank you, Lord God, for God just feeling the breeze of the warmer temperatures, Father, Lord God. God, reminding us, Lord God, that a change is taking place, Father, Lord God. God, it reminds us, Father, Lord God, of another change that is going to take place one day. Father, we know, Lord God, that as we said this morning as we read the scripture, Lord God, God, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, a change will take place. God, we thank you for that. And Father, I pray this evening, Lord God, God, that you would, Lord God, every request that's been mentioned, Lord God, those that are sick and shut in, unable to be with us this evening, Father, Lord God, we pray, God, in their behalf, Lord God, that they might feel the power and the presence of prayer, Father, Lord God, lifting them up, Father. God, we pray for those, Lord God, and we also, Lord God, just ask it this evening, Lord God, to help us to realize, Lord God, God, we so often ask you to give us a wonderful service and a great service, Father. God, but you already told us you would do that. God, you told us to be willing and obedient. God, you told us to listen, Father. God, you told us to open up our hearts. The service, as we would call it, Lord God, God is already there and going to be great and powerful, Lord God. God, if we would just loose ourselves and let it go, Father. God, we pray, Lord God, for whoever might would sing a song, give a testimony, or bring your word. Father, Lord God, that we know, Lord God, it's not the duration, Lord God, but it's the power within. So, Father, help us, Lord God, just to realize, Father, God, Lord God, if it gives you honor and glory, Father, Lord God, it's worthy, Lord God, to be given to you. Help us to do that this evening, we pray in Jesus' name and amen. Good evening. It's uh, certainly certainly great to be back in the house tonight, and I echo the brothers' thoughts on the message this morning, and just how awesome God's Word and God's power can be in our lives. And, you know, I kind of wrestled around with this, because this is not where I, I wanted to go, and I was up late last night, and just uh, it kept being redirected back here, and it's just not something I'm comfortable with, but it's something that uh, I'm experienced with. And that's what God reminded me of uh, in, in my study of this message. And, uh, you know, it challenged me to think back. And, you know, I want you all to think about tonight about storms. I want you to think about storms in your life. You know, what we've got going on right now, we've got a little rain developing. We might end up with some thunder and some lightning. But you know, something to think about in the storms, it took me back through this to a time when I was uh, stationed down at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. I was on base rescue. And uh, it's a kind of a combination of fire department and uh, EMS. I served there at the time as a paramedic before I went with the 2nd Marine Division. And uh, Hurricane Diane decided to roll through North Carolina. The entire base was closed down. Jacksonville, North Carolina is closed down. But we had to remain at the ready. The storm came through. It wasn't as bad as what we expected, but we used it as a learning opportunity. We went back through and we recapped everything that we did as an EMS unit and how we would have done it differently. You see, what we did, we used that storm, that situation, as an opportunity to grow. Just like storms we've got in our lives, we don't enjoy them. I certainly don't. 
And like I said, I've had a number. But they're an opportunity to grow. You know, <laughs> you, you've got two options. You can let a storm help you to grow, or you can wither in a storm. I want to ask you tonight, do you use your storms as a bridge to growth, or do you consider your storms a burden? Do your trials confine you, or do they define you? Do your trials outshine you, or do they refine you? You know, when I was coming up with that, I was just kind of thinking of some different things. And so many times that I personally have failed, where I've just given up defeated, right now is one of those times that I'm relying on God to take me over across that river because he knows exactly the, the wrestling match I've had in getting this together tonight. I called Brother Orby last night and I asked him a couple questions. I was talking to him about a, a video, but, you know, I thought, well, maybe if I kind of throw the line out there a little bit, I'll kind of reel in. Maybe he'll give me some, maybe he'll give me some help without realizing it. It didn't work. All I got was, well, brother, if that keeps coming back to you, that sounds like that's probably what you need to go with. And it just really helped me to understand this was one of those storms or this was one of those trials that I needed to go through. This was a situation that I would need to overcome in order to grow spiritually. But in order to define how Jesus or how God lifts us in our lives. Um, Book of James... One of my favorite, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. First time I ever came across this, I was working up the funeral home, and there was a car sitting in the parking lot, and I was working on the lot with uh, Brother Dave Step from Springfield Church, and the car sat there, and I noticed on the license plate it said one JMS two eight. I cannot wait. To get off work that day, to go back and research that and why it was so heavy on my heart. It was heavy on my heart because it was something that I was going through. It was, a, it was a storm or a trial that I was dealing with even at that time that I was out talking to David on the lot about. But it was that reminder that God put in front of me through a license plate. Yeah. So I went back and I read it. I'm just going to read a couple verses of it though. My brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying trying of your faith worketh patience. But let the patience have her perfect perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. In your trials, do you think immediately to turn to God? Do you try and handle your trials yourself? That's probably my, my biggest trial, and it's the immediate trial that I face 
when I'm going through something and I want to try and work it out myself. I feel like I'm going to burden God if I lay it over to Him. Well, He's got too much, but you know what? Honestly, it's a, it's a selfish nature thing. But it, it is a reminder to turn it over. Um, in different times, the last thing we want to do is think about praising God for the storms that we go through. Now, you all have heard my story about, you know, the, the illness that I have and, and, you know, five years ago and all that. And just the way, and we all have stories like this. But just the way he lifted me. You know, I praise him and I thank him for that. Yeah. But I do it in the rearview mirror. One thing I, I pulled through in that storm, one thing I drew from it is the ability to look at my trials head on. And to see them coming at me. And at least the opportunity to be aware that I should start praising him for that opportunity. And for that trial that he's going to put me through. Because I know through that trial, I'm going to grow. It is something to praise him for. I want to turn over to Second Chronicles, 20th chapter. And uh, while I'm doing that, you know, Sister Care has had a, a really great uh, topical Bible study. Each week there's a different topic. And, you know, we talked about some things today that I really uh, drew from in the, in the class. And uh, it just gave me an opportunity to understand everything, all the components that go together in this. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. But um, I was going to ask your... Uh, forgiveness up front because I kind of stumble through. But uh, it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with their other, other beside the Ammonites came against uh, Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that, uh, that told Jehoshaphat saying, there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side Syria. And behold, they be in uh, Hazanon Tamar which is uh, in Gedi, and Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. So here you got a king that, uh, that sees a battle coming. And the first thing, because of his experiences and knowing through the word and through prayer, through meditation, that God is faithful. First thought, is to go ahead and give it to God. Are we doing that today? Even the smallest of things, are we giving that over to God today? You see, we're living in some pretty perilous times. We talked about it and like the situation with the dog tag. We shouldn't even have to consider taking something like Christian off of a dog tag for a service member. We shouldn't have to reconsider putting a Christian flag up at our home. We shouldn't have to reconsider putting even a political sign because your candidate maybe doesn't uh, meet the views of what the world is. You see, God's pushed out of the world. This is going to bring forth trials and currently is bringing forth trials that we have to deal with. Are we prepared for those storms? Um, Let's see, we'll we'll go on and... uh, And Judah gathered themselves uh, together to ask help of the Lord. And even out of the cities 
of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem uh, in the house of the Lord before the, uh, before the new count or court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art thou not God in heaven? And rulers uh, not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there power, or not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee. Art thou not, art thou our God, not a, our God, I'm sorry, who didst drive out of the inhabitants of this land before thy people, people of Israel, and gave it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever. And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us, and the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house, and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear uh, and help. I'll just stop there. Uh, and I'm, I've got one more place that I'm going to go to here in just a minute, and that's Isaiah 43. Um, praise is a celebration. It is very difficult to think about celebrating anything that brings on pain, anything that brings on challenge. It's just our human nature to challenge that in itself. Celebration seems out of place. You know, our worldly side wants to uh, immediately turn away from it. We want to run from it. Just like uh, my situation leading up to tonight. I thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I thought I, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. I had it. I had it all planned out. I knew what I was going to say. I knew where I was going to read. I knew or had an idea who would listen. But you see the common thread there? You know, I wanted to define the storm. I wanted to define the challenge. I never would have grown through that. Each and every one of us is facing challenges right now. No matter how big or how small, no matter if it's a a health concern, no matter if it's a problem at work, a problem with uh, family members, could be a problem right here in the church. Know that when you turn to God, like Jehoshaphat, when you turn to God, give it over to him. He will not only lead you through it, he will wrap you, he will undergird you, he will carry you through. In in Isaiah uh, 43, uh, verse 2, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Why is it so difficult? Not to be able to take this. And we talked about this in Sunday school this morning. Why is it so difficult for us as humans, as Christians, 
to sometimes not want to look in here to find the answer. For us to not want to look in here and believe everything we read. And finally, I want to, I want to read uh, one more place. And uh, I'm going to jump over to 1 Thessalonians. And I promise I won't jump around anymore. Uh, 5.16. I'm going to read Paul's final instruction. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. I had totally overlooked that verse. Anytime I had been in, in this particular chapter of the Bible, I, don't, I, I think I overlooked it. Maybe I just didn't see it the way he wanted me to see it today. Something so simple to take with you. I'll read it again. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. Not concerning I. Concerning you. Concerning God's people. Jehoshaphat faced trials by applauding the trials. By immediately turning things over to God. He, he knew in advance what his God was capable of. He knew in advance what, what God would do for him if he turned it over to him. It's important that we, we face our trials in the same way. We face our storms in the same way. You know, I can sit back and look at a lot of people, a lot of people of faith, and so many that are mentioned in the scriptures. Paul and Silas, for example. How in the world could you be locked in a jail? I can't even imagine being in a jail. But to sing praises. You know, I just pray. And I learn new things daily. There is nothing, any one of us, that makes any one of us great. Except the fact that we are willing, or when we're willing, to just show people Jesus Christ. That's the greatest thing we can possibly do in this world. Through that, I think the, the... the best way to demonstrate that is in the way we handle our trials. If we handle, all tri- handle the trials like Jehoshaphat, knowing that through God's examples, and we've got plenty of them, far more than Jeho- Jehoshaphat had, knowing the examples and believing the examples, we can forge forward and we can demonstrate to people exactly 
what God's power is. I don't know how many times we've, we've heard preach from the pulpit. We, we talked about it in, in Bible study and in Sunday school a number of times. But, you know, we are under that microscope. Do you ever feel it? I'll tell you what. You can take 40 years to build the strongest testimony that you could possibly build, but you can tear it down in a matter of seconds. The best way to build that testimony is in the way you handle the storms. Are you somebody that's faithful, that looks to God for guidance in your storms? Or are you somebody that turns away from the storm and runs from it? Because I'll tell you, you're not going to grow if you're running from it, and people are going to watch when you turn away. That demonstrates that we're not walking in faith for what God can do. I mentioned that this in itself has been a bit of a, a storm for me. This has been a storm that I've wrestled with since 2014. You know, I was over at our old church, and, and uh, it had been working on me for a couple of months. I still fight it. I still wrestle with it. I still look for reasons not to get up in the pulpit. Because I want to tell you what, it scares me. This is nothing to play with. It scares me when he redirects me. But you know what? It should scare us when he directs us out there. This is our safe zone, folks. Out there is where we need to do the work. Out there is where we face the challenges. We are living in a world that wants nothing to do with God or a very small percentage, we're in perilous times. We are facing, like the situation with the dog tank, times when we've got to think about how we're going to live. Are we going to stand strong in the storm? Because it starts right here. It starts with each and every one of us. This community we've got, this church we've got, is as strong as each and every one of us. we got to be willing to stand strong for God. we got to be willing to face the trials. The bigger than that, let's face them together. And, you know, I've had it on my heart for some time, and I know we all have, about moving over to a new property just south of here. It seems like Whenever we get to a certain point, it becomes a bit, of a, a bit of a storm. Something may scare some of us back, and it's done it to me. It'll scare me back into, behind the rocks. It's like, wow, you know, maybe we're not ready. Maybe we're not ready to do this. But you know what? I remember Brother Michael preached a message at one time. He said, you know, God's stepping forward. If we're not stepping forward, he's going to get away from us. He's going to go on without us. You know, we have to be willing to face those challenges. We have to be willing to get into those storms. 
But the first part is to put God first. We've got to pull together. We've got to support one another. So, so many times we get caught up with what's going on in life. And not the most important parts of life, but just in life in general. I think about Jason and Chikara. I sit back and I listen to what they say, you know, when they've gone to the, to the missions groups and when they talk to these people. I can't imagine a bigger trial I would have in my life than to step out in total faith to uproot and leave my home into uncertainty, stepping out in faith. But that's exactly what we need more of. And, you know, I just, uh, I pray that I can be stronger like that. I pray that I can be stronger in the trials that I have. I pray that I can open up my heart more to God and not be so guarded. But I am thankful for this church. I'm thankful for the way we pull together. I'm thankful for the way we lift each other through prayer to get through storms. I'm thankful for a faithful God who says in his word that he will not leave me nor forsake me. To know that he's right there beside me. To know that he's there to guide my steps. I'm thankful, and I say this before each of you, I am thankful for the storms. I'm ashamed that it took me so many years to get to that point, and it took a lot. But there are many storms that I've experienced that uh, I wouldn't trade for anything. Just because of the way he's helped me to grow. But I know there's a lot more growth that needs to be there, and it's got to come from here.